computer. All right, good stuff. So we got just hit record. So we're gonna get uh, started here. Cool. Hey, um, hey everyone, uh, welcome to another episode. Um, I've got uh, Damien Smith joining us today here. Hey, Damien, how you doing? Hey, hey, good. How you been? Pretty good. Pretty good. Hey, as a way of getting started, um, uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Um, yeah. So, Damien Smith, um, uh, with uh, CDW back in October. Um, I've been in um, sales for six, seven years now. Um, I, before this, I was doing uh, uh, cell, cell phone sales um, with Verizon um, for about five years um, in different roles as far as just regular sales to, to management. Um, from originally born in Chicago, uh, was there for a little bit, then pretty much grew up in Minnesota. Um, got very tired of the cold after being in, uh, between Minnesota and Wisconsin, uh, going to school, decided to move down to Arizona with my now fiance, um, been here for about seven years, um, and loving it. So yeah, I've pretty much been in sales since I've been in Arizona, um, out of college. So it's, um, it's been an, a fun ride. Um, I like the, uh, I mean, I, I've, Love sales, love meeting, pe meeting new people, talking to people, um, love the grind. So it's kind of why I've stuck with it for so long. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a little bit about me. Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, appreciate it. Um, I am curious, what um, what did you uh, what did you go to school for? Um, so originally, I went for business management. Um, hated it. Um, after <laughs> taking a, a summer accounting class that was three weeks long, but each class was like three hours long. So I absolutely hated that. Um, took an intro to psych uh, level class and fell in love with um, uh, psychology. So switched my major to that. Um, and uh, yeah, that was what I majored in with psychology. Awesome. Awesome. Do you, do you find it... Um uh having that um that uh college uh, major uh is an advantage especially uh especially in um uh psychology right like do you do you find it as an advantage when it mm -hmm. comes to uh your current sales role right now definitely um i've always uh liked to kind of figure out how people how pay, how people operate um like the inner workings of their mind um just having that type of background and being able to talk to people and, and get their different perspectives on things. Um, I mean, it, it definitely helped me in sales because I'm, I consider myself a very personable person um, when it comes to just holding a conversation. Like I can, I get to, I could pretty much talk with anybody and, and that's always how I found success, especially in sales. Um, once you can, I feel like once you can break down, break people down and get on that same level, um, it, it makes for an easier transaction. Um, so that's always, that's how I've found success when it came to just regular uh, sales when I was with Verizon to the management level um, to working with and training people, um, but kind of figuring out how they operate. And 
figuring out the best path to uh, when it came to training, at least the best path to how they operate when it came to basically breaking sales down um, and finding their success path when it came to that. So um, I'll, yeah, I definitely considered it an advantage just based on like how I, how I operate. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I uh, totally agree with you with that. I mean, as far as um, you know, when, when it comes to sale, it's really about um, that, uh, that approach you have when it comes to talking to people, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, one of the biggest mis- misconceptions about our jobs is, um, you know, other people think that we have to be really good at technology and, and uh, you know, the, uh, the industry trends and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, uh, it's definitely a, a, an important piece, but really at the end of the day, it's, it's really our ability to connect with another human being, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I mean, even early on, since I've been with CDW, like, I'm not like, I love technology. I don't know the in and out the ins and outs and the inner workings of everything. Um, but I feel like my ability to be able to just talk with people has um, definitely garnered me more success early on, um, just because, like, I am the way that I am. And I, I mean, I like talking to people, I like trying to uh, uh gain your trust especially i mean that, that's one of the biggest things with our with our job i think is trying to gain people's trust and make sure they they know that they can depend on you um but also that just that comfortability just that middle ground of just being like hey how have you been like what's new with you type thing like it's it's uh if you if you basically just focus on the sales part i don't think there's that much success in, in this type of role yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, the uh, you know maybe if you're if if we're just doing straight transactional sales, right? Like oh yeah, you know, yeah one yeah. and one and done. Um, mm-hmm. You know you you might not need to have that that relationship, but because yeah. of our our line of work, uh, we we do both transactional and. Uh, long-term projects, you know, we got to have that relationship in place, right? And I'm glad that you brought it up too. Um, You mentioned trust. I mean, that's definitely a a big piece of of, uh, your success and, and, um, you know, looking at looking at our peers that are successful in their, in their roles is, is having that trust built with their, uh, with their customers, you know, especially when, you know, when, when you're working on, uh, high ticket items, right? Like uh, projects that um, not only, you know, up there in terms of dollar amount, but really uh, projects that have a, um, um, like an effect of if it's not successful, that it's their job on the line. So, you know, that yeah. the customer is definitely putting a lot of trust in you uh, when, when it comes to uh, that type of stuff. So I'm glad that you brought it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely uh, think it's a huge piece. Um, like you said, long term, like when it comes to long term um, deals and stuff that we have to work on that that may be not just like a day or two long project, but stuff stretched out weeks and months to plan and figure out. Um, you have to have that 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 trust and and belief that the person that you're working with is going to be able to help you. Um, be successful with what you're trying to accomplish. Exactly. Exactly. 
Cool. So, you know, you, you did mention a few things that you like about sales, but uh, I kind of want to build upon that. I mean, what, what else do you like about being in sales? Um, I like the, I like the grind, not going to lie. I'm, um, <laughs> I, I come from a relatively competitive background when it comes to like sports and, and, and competition, stuff like that. So like I thrive on just competing, um, for business, um, not only with, uh, trying to gain new business, but also with my peers. Like I look at numbers and I'm like, all right this person's on top, I want to be there. What is it going to take for me to be there? Um, and then I look at um, just overall, just the grind of everything, um, working towards the goal and, and then either completing it or like basically trying to figure out what you did wrong in the process to make you come up short of whatever goal you're trying to set. Um, so like on top of that, just the date, like I said, the day-to-day -day grind, it's not, the same every day. It's not like a repetitive type thing. Um, and that's what I like. Like I, I work with all types of different people, um, like not only customers, but peers as well. Um, so I, I love the, just the overall aspect of um, just I'm sales. Like I, just, I, I, when I started working for Verizon, um, that was kind of eye opening. just some of the inner workings of like how, like commission and, and compared to like hourly and stuff, how that plays a big role in your success. So um, obviously the more money you make, the more successful you are. But um, I looked at it past that when it came to uh, getting, getting into a management role um, and the ability to basically pass on my knowledge or what's worked for me um, when it came to being successful in my role um, and pass, basically just passing that knowledge along working with people to to either mimic that or find the their niche when it came to um, sales so I love being um, in management when it came to uh, uh, phone sales at least it was a lot easier um, I couldn't even begin to ma uh, <laughs> uh, think about what it would take to be a manager manager in this role just because of the wide aspect of things that we have to do in our role currently um, and then basically being able to have other people do the same thing. It, it's, it's a crazy, uh, like tech sales and stuff is just a crazy world. So um, I like where I'm at now, but that could be a, a thing down the road that I'd look into, but it's just, I'm still trying to master my craft right now. Yeah, no, I, I hear you about that. And, and I, and I kind of want to go back to that and uh, a little bit here, um, you know, the whole, um, uh, future, um, uh, you know, future um, as, um, aspirations for you. But um, I also wanted to go back to um, uh, what you said earlier about uh, being competitive, um, you know, especially having that um, background in sports. And, and I've seen it, you know, time and time again from uh, other um, uh, sellers as well. You know, certainly when you do have that competitive um, nature, you know, you, you tend to, um, not give up easily. Right. Mm -hmm. so, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, most definitely. Yep. Uh, and, uh, it's interesting that, that you brought it up too. Like, uh, I, I, um, you know, I wanted to ask, uh, you this question too. Uh, so, uh, if you were to choose between, um, 
you know, do you, do you love winning or do you hate losing? Which one, which one do you think you are? Ooh. Um, I, I would say I hate losing. Um, <laughs> like winning is cool. Like I love winning, of course. Um, and I mean, it's funny cause like being a, uh, Chicago fan, I feel like that's primarily why that I feel the way that I do just be <laughs> like being the, like watching our teams now, like the bears and the bulls and like the Blackhawks, like it's cool when they're like winning and everything, but I just absolutely hate, 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 hate when they're losing. Um, <laughs> um, and I mean, that's the same thing with me too. Um, like I, I love, of course I love winning, but if when it, when it boils down to it, if it's something that I did wrong or if it's something that I could have corrected and I look back on it um, and that's why the reason that I lost or, or that has something to do, that has some type of role in, in, in losing, um, I'm hard on myself. Like I know that like I need to do this, this and this to be better to win the next time. And I get joy. I, I get more joy in correcting mistakes and them resulting in a win compared to just flat out winning all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would say I'm the same way. Um, uh, definitely, uh, hate losing too. I mean, that, 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 that winning piece is definitely a great thing, but it's, it's almost temporary. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. you know, like it goes away a lot quicker than, um, you know, when, when you lose a deal that, that it, it lingers, right? Like it just stays yeah. around and, and it kind of bugs you. I know certainly mm -hmm. it bugs me. So, you know, mm -hmm. I, I, I end up um, obsessing, almost obsessing over why I lost a deal or, um, you know, you know, what, what I could have done differently. So, you know, I, I, I make it a mission to uh, find a way, find out why I lost a certain deal um, you know, why a certain customer didn't go with us, you know, that type of stuff. So no, certainly, yeah. certainly. No, yeah, I can think of times back when, um, I mean, shoot, I'll like, I'll like, I think about football. Um, now I've mainly played like in high school, like I didn't play that much in college. Um, like I played wide receiver. Um, but I'll never forget there, like our, our high school team was, garbage we lost all the time it was terrible um, <laughs> but i'll never forget there was like it was a close game with the with one of our crosstown rivals and i dropped a very crucial pass um and it just like it ate at me it ate at me like after it happened like up until um shoot i i, I remember bringing my cousin out um who was in town visiting from uh from texas um, I made him get up with me after or not get up, but like after the game and everything, after we did everything, we went back to like a park nearby our house and I was just running routes and catching passes for a couple hours. Um, and like that type of stuff is just like that, that. That's what drives me is like correcting and being better the next time around. Um, so that if I'm in that same opportunity, the same mistake doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can you, um, can you think of, uh, a deal that you worked on, um, where, uh, you, you ended up losing and, and, um, 
you know, you, you, you lost it to a competitor or you mm-hmm. know, even lo- uh, lost it to status quo, right? right? Like the customer didn't, didn't end up doing anything. Um, yeah. you know, can you maybe walk us through um, that deal and, and what you did, um, you know, to, to improve upon it? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I mean, I, one of my top accounts, um, that I have actually, it's funny. It, it was one that basically got to me because another coworker, uh, left. It was actually, uh, Cam, yeah, when Cam left, um, I got this account and they were basically going, doing everything through Lenovo. Um, and I told, like, I was like, Hey, like I, we have the capabilities. We can, we can get you the stuff. Like I can apply for better pricing, do what I can. Um, and they were still, they were still going through Lenovo and then possibly looking at switching to SHI for some stuff. Um, well, I went in and basically found that, like I worked with, uh, uh Dave and got some better pricing, um, along with, they had brought up uh, another deal that they were working or that they were looking at potentially moving to CDW. Um, so I was at, like, this was early, early LOS eight or nine or something like that. When I got this account, um, wasn't really expecting that much out of it, but, um, that's kind of when I really, once I lost the big deal that they had brought me with Lenovo, it was like 25, 30 K, um, and they were like, well, we're comfortable with still sticking with Lenovo. Like we'll go through, we'll look at you with going through other stuff. Um, so that, I mean, that kind of put a fire on under me when it came to being more proactive, um, with things. So, um, any of the, tra- I, I forget what training it was. Um, what did we switch over? Um, I can't think of the software that it was, but um, they had mentioned some software that they were using. um, And I looked into it a little bit more. They didn't specifically tell me that they were looking to uh, switch that over because they had, they had recently renewed it or whatever. Um, But basically they, they brought the, uh, the billing over to us because I was proactive with sending the quote um, and, work diligently to just to make sure that we had the best pricing locked in um the like i had i set up a call and everything with one of our ts advisors um and they just kind of saw like some of our capabilities and stuff and it kind of it it more so opened my eyes because now they're um my top two one of my top two accounts and they base anything that they're looking for now they bring it to us because like they like how proactive i was um, and how I was able to like incorporate, uh, different, uh, technical, uh, one of our TS advisors and let them know more about like some of our capabilities when it came to that. Um, and now like, they're just one of my, one of my best accounts. I have a really good relationship with the guy too. Um, like I pretty much talk to him like every other day, every few days, um, on different things that they're working on and, and different deals that we're trying to work out. So that kind of opened my eyes a lot more uh, when it came to the potential for growth within an account, just by building a better relationship, being proactive and just basically displaying your skills when it comes to uh, uh, 
collaborating and being a, a, a asset um, when it comes to their technology needs. Yeah. Is this, uh, is this account Onyx? Uh, Onyx, uh, Onyx? Talking right. Onyx? Onyx, yeah. Onyx is huge, man. I yeah. talked to, yeah, I talked to that guy like every other day. Um, and it's funny because like recently, like they have, uh, they have Slack and he was like, I want to, I want to get you involved in our like Slack conversation. <laughs> and, and like, he was like, you should get the app and I'll, I'll add you to our, our little group chat thing. So, um, like that's another way that they'll like drop in like stuff that they need. Um, so it's kind of cool. Just that type, like that type of, uh, uh, relationship that you build with people, um, in this job, it's cool. Yeah. You know, you know, you're, you've, you've stepped up your, your relationship level with a customer when, when they're inviting you to, you know, to join a Slack community or, or, or find yeah. some, some common ground. Right. Like that's, it's, it's mm -hmm. really, it's a cool feeling, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, we, we've texted and stuff too. Um, but that was just kind of cool. He was like, yeah, I talked to my manager and we want to, uh, we want to we get you a, a little key or whatever to our Slack <laughs> licenses and, and you'll be able to like communicate back and forth with us internally. And oh, that's, that's cool. I mean, I'm fine with email and, and calling and texting, but like, that's, that's kind of cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just funny. Yeah. No, I, I have, um, I have that same relationship too with one of my customers. Um, uh, uh, the account is Brighton Jones and, mm -hmm. um, uh, I, I knew I was at a, at a different level of relationship with uh, my contact over there. Um, and I found out because uh, he mentioned that he was, um, you know, uh, he was going to go to Vegas to pick up a, a sprinter van, you know, and I kind of asked him like, Hey, you know, what are you, um, uh, what are you going to be doing with the sprinter van? And he's like, Oh yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm into this stuff where uh, I'm into overlanding and um, wanted to buy a four by four uh, sprinter van so I can, you know, take my family out camping and then going, um, uh, you know, off grid and, and camping and, and whatnot. And I was like, well, no, that's, that's awesome. I'm, I'm actually into that too. Uh, and, you know, I mentioned to him what I have and, you know, I, I go camping too with, with my family. And um, that's when it clicked. Like it, it felt like the, the, the way we communicated changed. Like it, it changed from uh, a, a client to vendor rep relationship to almost like a, a, a friendly relationship, right? Like we're, yeah. you know, you can oh, yeah. definitely tell because, you know, we're, we're not just, we're, we're not being formal or anything like you, you, hey, we're almost talking like we're, we're friends for, we've been friends for years. So um, mm -hmm. that's, that's one of the things too, that I wanted, that I want to be, uh, I kind of want to take my, my relationship with some of my customers too, right? Because there's there's yeah. a certain feeling that you have when you have that relationship with the customer, and and you know what, um, I think it will open up um, uh, to a bunch of bunch more opportunities, right? Uh, especially when you have that thing going with uh, with your uh, customer. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's um, it's funny because like it just takes, and you mentioned the time that it like kind of takes or how it starts. Um, that was something that I thought was going to be like challenging at first, um, going from like direct face-to-face -face type sales to over the phone type, 
uh, type sales. Um, when it comes to like building relationships and stuff, like where I was at, like with Verizon, at least I look back on him. Like, All right, will I be able to like make a sale and maybe that person will come back in the next year or two to upgrade their phone or whatever. Um, and you start that conversation off, you can kind of, feel or get a get a vibe off of like facial cues um like what they're wearing type thing or where you can spark a conversation that way like somebody's wearing a jersey like oh that's your team like blah 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 or like their shoes or something like those are some cool shoes type thing um this is it, it's totally different because like you don't know really what to expect when you're calling somebody for the first time or when they're like requesting something like it's like the feeling out of uh, the feeling out time is just it's just different um so that was a little bit of adjustment of adjusting on my end but it's um it's definitely a lot easier now to to kind of uh break down conversations and talk to people um so yeah that was always something that I was kind of worried about at first when I switched um over to CDW but it's been it's been cool. It's been a, it's been an exciting challenge, I'd say, um, and kind of just adding to like, like the sales ability that that I that I, that you have, I guess. Yeah. No, I I can understand my um, uh, my background before CDW was was retail. Um, mm-hmm. You know, before joining CDW, I actually worked for Best Buy uh, for a long time, mm-hmm. and and uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. You know, being being um, able to see someone's facial uh, expressions and, and what they're wearing definitely kind of helps you tee up the conversation with that customer, mm-hmm. right? Um, and and mm-hmm. certainly it's it's a different world when it comes to um, uh, over the phone sales or or email sales, right? Um, yeah. But but I think the great news is um, because of uh, of recent events with with the pandemic. Uh, and it pretty much uh, leveled the playing field for for us mm-hmm. sellers, right? Because now uh, there's not a whole lot of face to face when it comes to, uh, yeah. uh, especially to B two B sales, right? Like um, mm-hmm. you know, before I've always thought the account executives have, like you know, the field sales have that advantage of being able to mm. go on site and and talk to the customer and and be able to close bigger deals, but uh, because of the pandemic, I think it, it leveled the playing field. And, you know, quite frankly, I think we have a lot more advantage now being, mm-hmm. uh, being in this role a lot longer than, um, uh, you know, than, than field reps. So, you know, I, I think yeah. um, now is an exciting time to be in this role, right? You know, being able to um, connect with another human being over the phone or, or uh, even by email, right? Uh, and being able yep. to start a conversation um yeah uh, with with those potential customers yeah definitely i mean i can name countless times where like yeah here like the kids or something in the background and there's a common ground right there (laughs) oh you got little kids running around and you work from home like how's that going and like i've had that same conversation so many times um with customers because like they'll just hear one of my kids just screaming in the background or something and it's like it's not and it's not even like, I feel bad. Cause I'm like, shoot, this is supposed to be professional, but they get it. Like yeah. we're all in the same boat right now. And it, it's, um, and that, that basically takes a lot of, 
um, I mean, that makes the conversation so much easier and, and it is it much easier to build on that type of stuff. Cause I'll have customers like, Oh, how are your kids and blah, blah, blah. Just because they've heard them like before, like prior conversations, like they, they've heard them, like being crazy in the background. Um, so it's, it's just that it, I, I agree. Like, I think we do have a, a different, a, a more, more of an advantage um, because of that. Like we're, cause basically we're all in the same boat right now and yeah. <laughs> trying to figure out how to navigate through, uh, through this pandemic. So it's, mm-hmm. it's yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, so speaking of uh, pandemic, I mean, obviously things have um, changed drastically, you know, pretty much overnight for, for everyone. Right. Uh, but uh, sticking to the topic of sales, you know, during this pandemic, how are you, how are you staying motivated, right? Like before the pandemic, obviously we're able to um, leave the house and go to the office and kind of have that separate, um, separate house or like home and work type of uh, situation. Uh, but now obviously with us working from home full time, like, how do you find, uh, you know, how, how do you motivate yourself uh, nowadays to, uh, you know, to continue being successful in sales? Yeah. Um, I mean, it was definitely a transition, um, basically being more self-efficient um, or basically trying to figure out how I'm going to navigate through my days now that I'm just, basically stuck at home all the time um so i mean i I look back on what's motivated me before um and that's just overall being successful like doing the best like what's best for my myself and my family um like i look at my kids all the time and i'm like i want to i want them to have more than what i had like i don't and i didn't it's not like i had i grew up rough or anything but it's just like i want to always think of them first um so i mean even with like i know mean, i just moved to a new house uh back in september um so that's another motivate motivator for me now is like basically well how can i make my house cool like what i do <laughs> to like uh get the things that i want to get for our house and and for our kids to be to have fun and and love where they grow up um that type of stuff. Um, and then, I mean, I, I'm still pretty competitive too. So that motivates me as well. If I close a, if I close a nice size deal or something, I'm just like, nice. Where's the next one coming from? Yeah. Like, um, so like that, that, that adds to it too. So, I mean, I guess a mixture of family and just overall competitiveness, um, hasn't really uh hasn't really changed but i mean there's days of course where it's like it's tougher to find that motivation um when things are kind of slow like um but i mean like i look back and i try to just focus on something that's going to help me be productive i guess um and basically get to that next level because i mean i'm happy where i'm at right now but there's always more and more that i that i want um, for myself and, and for the family. Um, so like that basically helps me strive to be better. Uh, that's, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Uh, it's always good to have that, you know, your, your motivation besides yourself, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, having, having, um, you know, having that family 
right? Mm-hmm. I, I think is is certainly um, a great way to motivate you. Um, you know, I, I can totally relate because um, you know, obviously, I have a family as well, um, mm-hmm. and and they rely on me um, uh, to be uh, to be there for them. So, no, I, I totally uh, totally agree with you. Um, yeah. Now, kind of shifting um, shifting here a little bit um, with with the recent events that's happening, not just with the pandemic, but with, um, you know, uh, social injustice and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, you know, sometimes that can, um, that can affect us, right? Because we're, we're all human and, 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 and yeah. we see it in the news. Um, how do you, um, how do you sort of, um, I guess, um, you know, make sure that you're staying sane. Like, uh, how do you, um, how do you not let it affect you? I mean, I'm not sure if I'm asking the right question or not, but uh, I don't know if you, if you understand what I'm trying to ask too. Like, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You know, kind of no, you. let like, it affect how you. How are we navigating? Yeah, yeah. how are we navigating through that? Um, I'm not, yeah, not going to lie. When that, when everything first started happening, I mean, it's, it's been realistically it's been an ongoing thing but i mm-hmm. i think that the narrative really changed and shifted um after the whole uh, uh george floyd thing. um and that personally hit me harder because like i grew up in minnesota uh, i grew That's up in right. minneapolis, the minneapolis area mm-hmm. um and i wanted to go i <laughs> because of the p- pandemic and everything i wasn't able to go back home and that really that really uh was messing with me too um because i was like i need to be up there and i want help um because things were going things were crazy it was it was nuts like i had friends that were that were protesting and marching and and doing all of that and i wanted to be a part of it um just because like that's again that's the area i grew up in i know i know that area that's Um, that's your home yeah, I've, I've had home. my own. I've, yeah, exactly. Like I grew up in the suburbs, um, like right, out, right outside of Minneapolis. Um, but I, I've had my own issues when it came to uh, uh, police interactions, realistically. And it wasn't anything like that I did, um, but it was just the way that I was like treated. And you can tell like the visible difference. So like that, like being being that it's my like where I grew up, and that something like that could have easily happened to me. Um, I definitely wanted to be up there. So that was, that was, when it first happened, I was, I was going insane. I'm not going to lie. It was, mm-hmm. it was just crazy. Like I was constantly watching the news, constantly seeing, like, and I never watched the news um, because like, I, I'm just, I've just never been a fan of how they like portray negativity and all that other stuff. But yeah. just to kind of keep an eye on what was going on. Um, like, I just wanted to be a part of it. Like I wanted to be out there with some of my friends and everything. Um, but I guess what I, how I took a step back and, and realized how I could help was just basically just being in the distance. So like I would help with, um, like I sent some, um, some money back for like, uh, like a lot of my foods are, or a lot of my friends are putting like food packs and everything together for like the, the neighborhoods that were getting just brutalized with destruction and everything. Um, so I was trying to help with that. Um, I went to a couple of things out here, um, cause I mean, realistically after that happened, it was like protests and everything were all over. Um, so, I mean, I, I did what I could, um, and, and that helped me a lot. Like that helped me mentally, 
um, because I felt like I was able to do something. I felt like I was able to help. And that put me in a much better place mm-hmm. um, to be able to focus on, like get back and focus on work and everything. Um, and it was cool because Ryan reached out to me and he was like, hey, if you need a day or something, if you need time, like, let me know. Um, cause he got, he understood the impact cause like, he knows that's where I'm from too. So, um, that was really cool. Um, and then overall what CDW did as a whole with the town hall and everything that we had. Um, and I got to speak, uh, speak on that as well. Um, like I thought that was really cool. Like it made me kind of value, um, CDW a whole lot more just because like from top down, like they looked at it and was like, Hey, we need to get our coworkers and have them voice how they're feeling too because it is it was a tough time um and then i mean since then it's it's been a lot it's been a lot better i mean for me at least like i mean yeah there's still a lot going on but um like i've been able to just focus myself on like what i can still do to help um and and spread positivity and 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 informate like the right information like i see a lot of people that are essentially looking to like have arguments. Like I'm not really trying to argue with anybody. Like if you don't understand like a certain perspective, um, like, let me try to help you understand it. Like why, why everything is going on. It didn't just come out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Um, So like, I've, I've talked to a lot of people, um, but uh, I mean, of course you still have uh, people that see it differently. um, And that's, that's always going to be a thing, but um, me personally like i i don't argue with people like i try to to voice my opinion and and show my perspective and and get insight to um certain situations that i've been in personally um and you can i hope you take away from it um i hope you take more away from it than you did before but uh uh, that's kind of been my like mental state when it comes to everything like i i I don't nearly let it affect me as much. Um, like, and I have, I talk to my fiance a lot too. Um, cause she's, she's, she's white. Um, and she understands a lot too. Like she's very, she's that type of person that's, uh, compassionate, um, but also very passionate too. So it's funny. Like she'll try to, she'll get into arguments with people and it's like, no, 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 no. Like, don't let anybody work you up like that. It's, like you just have to kind of give your opinion, um, try to have them see it from your perspective, and then just kind of move on. But um, but no, I mean it was a it was a crazy time, um, especially with the pandemic too. So it's just like man, like one thing on top of another. Um, and uh, but yeah, I mean I think I like with everything that happened, I think I learned a lot from it. Um, from just kind of seeing how other people reacted to it and how I can approach people um, with a response or with a, with a insight or perspective that they may not have seen before. So, um, yeah, it was a, definitely a crazy time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it um, definitely compounded uh, on top of, uh, you know, the, the pandemic. But I'm, I'm glad yeah. that... Um, we're, we're all talking about it. Like you mentioned, you know, CDW as a company uh, has allowed um, has allowed us to express our, ourselves, right? Uh, because uh, it really does help you um, uh, get, get you back to that uh, normal state of mind um, mm-hmm. and then be able to 
perform at your best at work. Um, you know, nobody's going to be able to do anything when you have when you have a lot going on in your mind, and and, and you know, um, having that uh, having company and having a manager that's compassionate and, and able to understand uh, where you're currently at uh, definitely uh, speaks volumes. Oh yeah, oh definitely. Like that was, that played a that definitely um, like put me at ease a lot more to just knowing that I had the support. Um, and people that like I've seen, like you and, and everybody team like and it's cool the relationship that we've built as a team and like and then I look at the company as a whole too like it's just, it, it's cool like, it's it's nice to to be uh, to feel that compassion back towards you like hey I know that you're struggling if you need a day um, I know that as a company as a whole that we may be struggling like let's talk it out like that type of thing that was really cool to me um i mean not not that anything like this has happened before but it was just kind of eye-opening to be a part of something like that um to where it's like it's, it's genuine like a lot of times you like you may like somebody's kind of reaching out or whatever like they feel like they have to but i felt like it was really genuine um how everything was done within the company. And I thought it was really cool. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, the, uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you too, um, did you have any um, sales advice for uh, some of our listeners, especially the, uh, the younger LOS reps? Uh, what, what are some of the uh, best practices that you can, that you can share with the, uh, with the audience here? Um, <laughs> I would say, um, if it's your first time doing phone sales or anything like that, um, don't be afraid to mess up. Like it's going to happen. Um, I can't think of, I mean, I can think of plenty of times where like called somebody had a game plan and everything. And I just shot myself in the foot because <laughs> I, uh, basically took a pause and just completely forgot everything I was going to say or um, got to the person I finally wanted to talk to. And then I just like kind of froze um, because I was, I was more focused on trying to say the right thing and not, I guess, being myself. Um, so, I mean, of course you want to come prepared, but like you, you want to be able to, of course, try to navigate through a conversation the best you can um, and I thought that basically not knowing something, well, well, if I got a question asked, like, and I would just kind of freeze, like, shoot, I don't know the answer to this. Um, so, I mean, I guess you can't be afraid to mess up, um, be yourself as far as when you're, when you're talking to people, like, don't try to just overdo it and, and sound more technical than you, than you know, um, but uh i mean and consistency is key also um basically making sure that uh if you say you're going to do something follow up with it um uh let's see um yeah just i, I guess just building relationships and building that trust is huge um because yeah if realistically you can think of a like I, I remember my my very first uh, big bigger sale. It was for like malware bytes, 
Um, and like, I thought it was great. Like, I'm like, I'm going to build this great relationship with this customer. And then it wasn't a great account. Like they were just trans, it was a transactional customer. Like you have to be able to kind of separate, like basically know the two, the, the difference between the two. There are some that you will be able to build a better relationship with. And there's times you're not going to be able to, um, because they just don't have the potential. Like, it's just, that's not the business. That's not the name of that business. Um, buying bigger stuff or whatever. Um, so I don't know. I've, I've learned a lot when it came to, uh, the time to invest in certain accounts. Um, so you can't really spin your wheels too hard on an account that you think has potential when the number, like if they're 40, 50 people and, like they've made one big purchase doesn't mean that they're going to continue to do it. So um, I guess knowing your accounts, knowing your book of business, that type of thing. Um, yeah. Overall, that's uh, I guess that's what I would tell any newcomer. <laughs> yeah. That, that last piece that you brought up uh, being able to, um, identify an account uh, that has potential. Um, I, I fell into that trap too when I first started here at CDW, you know, uh, uh, being fresh and uh, being eager to please uh, customers. You know, I, 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 I certainly fell into that trap where um, I thought I had a, a great account um, on hand as it turned out, you know, it, it was a dud, you know, but, um, yeah. uh, but being able to recover quickly and um, mm. um, having other accounts uh, in your book as well, right? Like, you know, uh, constantly working your accounts and not settling, you know, that's, um, uh, that's the other advice that I would give out as well. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it, uh, it takes time to just realize it too. Um, just kind of, you just think that like, oh, I know they have potential, I know they have potential, but. And it just, it, they just don't. <laughs> it just happens that time. It just happens that way. Like it's, um, yeah. I've uh, I've definitely trimmed my book down um, quite a bit, just to make sure that I'm spending uh, the right time with the right customers. Um, the ones that'll take calls, the ones that'll actually like join, like want to schedule time with like our TS advisors and stuff like that. Um, to map out certain projects and stuff. Those are the ones you want to just pay attention to and, and kind of hone in on um, for future success. Yep, 100% agree with you on that one. Cool, awesome. Well, Damien, um, this has been a great conversation. Thank you for your time. Um, if, if any of our listeners want to uh, reach out to you, what's the best way to do that? Um, Email uh, or call. Um, I mean, my uh, email, D-A-M-I-E-S-M at cdw.com. Um, call me uh, my or just reach out to me via email. Um, I, we can set up a call. We can do whatever. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm available. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I appreciate uh, you putting this together. Love, like I, I already told you, man, I love what you're doing. This is awesome. Um, uh, with reaching out to, um, uh, the, the, the crowd that you're reaching out to, um, 
I appreciate it. And yeah, let me know if you need anything else from me. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Damien. No problem. Have a good one. You too, man. Later.